Welcome, everyone. The time has finally arrived because you are listening to the very first week of the International Student Podcast live from Leiden University. My name is Ella Putz. I will be the moderator for today's podcast in which we discuss the benefits and challenges of going abroad. And that can be everything from housing to homesick and from culture shock to international love. Uh, we will discuss the lot in here. But I'm not the only one in the studio. With me are three very experienced international students who each went on an adventure on their own. Uh, Michael van der Wetering, Tana Kuru and Theo de Royd. Thank you all for being here. And last but not least, we have Leiden's very own international relationship officer, Caroline Barr. Welcome. Tana, let's start with you. You are from Turkey and you're doing a full master's program here at Leiden University, right? Why, out of all the countries in the world, did you choose the Netherlands? Well, um, uh Let's start with, it wasn't a really hard choice for me because uh, when I was um, started to uh, work, I decided to challenge myself afterwards. And then uh, I decided to do an exchange program. And I was checking the uh, schools that my school had some um, um, agreements with. And then um, I checked the Utrecht University uh, in the list. And I've seen um, the Dutch university's standards are so high in terms of like ranking for um, international rankings. And I also checked the stories from blogs, the student experiences. And um, I also mailed the coordinators from Dutch universities. And I've seen that uh, all the staff members and also the students are very happy to be a part of this university. And I decided to come here. And also I checked the Netherlands and Utrecht and seen that it was so international and vibrant and I would never feel myself like away because it's so expat friendly like so many international people are here and uh, also the English language is kind of uh, very like a you know a most common language maybe and um, I started to feel like okay even before I leave my country to come here like everything will be fine I won't be you know just in a bad mood or feel homesick and I decided to come here. So coming here is a very good choice. Yes. Yeah. Theo, uh, you are a French student from the UK and uh, you grew up in London, but you're currently studying liberal arts and sciences at University College Leiden in The Hague, right? Uh, what do you think of the Dutch people? Well, the first thing I noticed when I came here is that everything was like functioning well. And when you come from like uh, big cities like in London or in Paris, where it's kind of a bit dysfunctional, um, so I was kind of positively surprised, like the trains were on time, the places were clean, uh, people were being mindful of other people, like not shouting on the phone when other people are next to you. So that was a pretty good thing. Uh, so I was positively surprised by the Dutch people. But I do find it a bit weird that Dutch people have like the national hobby of like complaining all the time when there's not that much to complain about. But yeah, apart from that, I really like the Dutch. Yeah. Michael, you are Dutch. I am, yes. Do you have any complaints about your stay abroad or did you like it? <laughs> well, I can say that despite the Netherlands indeed works well and we are quite international, uh, it's also nice to leave the Netherlands and to see what's beyond there. But I don't want to complain about America. My experience there was really well. Uh, maybe if I stayed longer, I would have started to complain there as well. But um, my experience overall was very, very good. Because why did you decide to go abroad? I decided to go abroad because um, when you study at a university, I studied Leiden University, um, you have a lot of opportunities. You can do a minor, you can go uh, on an internship or you can go abroad. Um, and I just wanted to grab all those opportunities that they have. Um, so in the last year, I decided 
to grab that opportunity to apply to go study abroad and to pick my favorite country that I've always wanted to see, uh, America. Caroline, we talked about three international experiences. As an international officer, you must have international experiences yourself. What is the best memory you had of your international uh, encounters? <laughs> That's always a it's it's a tough question to answer because there's so many great experiences I've had over the years that I've worked in higher education, so many students and families and, and schools that I've visited. Um, but probably one of the um, most surprising or most fun things that's ever happened to me is, is it was on a work trip. It wasn't necessarily at a school. Um, I was taking a, a few hours off between some, some visits and some big fairs in, in China um, and went to the Great Wall. Uh, outside of Beijing for, for part of the day. And I was walking along and uh, I saw this really big group of people walking and, and you could see that they were much taller than everyone else on, on the wall. And, you know, I was walking with a couple other people thinking, oh, who's, who's this? Is this someone famous? Is it, you know, what's going on up here? And as I walked by, I look over and who is it? It's King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima and the three girls and they were on vacation. So they were coming to see the wall as well. Um, and I was so surprised. I didn't even know what to do. So I said, <laughs> and Queen Maxima turned to me and said, right back. And we all kept walking thinking, oh my gosh, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened. But it was quite a fun day. Um, they were happy to say hi to all the Dutch people who were with me on the, uh, on the wall as well. So it was absolutely related to the Netherlands. And I was, I was there to recruit, but I didn't expect that uh, on that day. So it's one of my most fun memories, I think, over the years. Yeah, huge surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Most international stories end with a, with a happily ever after. Uh, you are all very grateful, I think, for, for having had the experience of going abroad. But a great ending isn't always off to such a great start. But as we say in Dutch, a good begin is a half a work. Uh, Tana, coming to the Netherlands was your first experience ever abroad. How did you prepare yourself? Well, um, I knew it was going to be a tough experience in the beginning because you change your whole environment, you step out of from your comfort zone and um, I wanted to prepare myself beforehand, before I came here. I wanted to make some researches and hear some stories from the Netherlands and I checked lots of YouTube videos. I checked like Dutch language and how to pronounce sounds still, which I cannot do. And yeah, what um, should I expect from food and what should I expect from the social environment? Um, yeah, that was the basic things that I was doing before I leave uh, my country. Basically just, you know, typing down like um, what to do in a daily life in the Netherlands. And I was preparing myself like that. Lots of blog stories, actually. Yeah, and was preparing yourself helping you when you actually came here and... Yeah, definitely, for sure, because I made a list of myself, like, okay, what should I do when uh, I will leave um, Turkey and come to the Netherlands? And yeah, I decided to um, uh, yeah make that list and have some things to do in the Netherlands um, to experience the Dutch culture uh, at, and doing the most out of it. Um, and I think it was so helpful to see people's experience because um, lots of things that you know only from the stories, like the common known stories from the people, but when you go through a bit like the YouTube videos or maybe like a little blog pages, then you discover something more than uh, the common knowledge and you will have some other stories that you can also be a part of it or experience and it was really useful to do. Yeah, Theo, did your preparations look like this? Uh, well, actually, 
compared to you, I was a lot less prepared. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, my preparation wasn't as intense as you, but I did kind of look up what you had to do when you came to Netherlands, namely uh, registering with the municipality, opening a Dutch bank account so you can have rent benefits and all other kinds of cool stuff that you get when you're a student in the Netherlands. Uh, and since I'm from an EU state, like I have a French passport, so I had to overcome much less barriers to come here. So like no visa and uh, immigration was much, much easier and moving here was also pretty easy. So I, got, um, I had it easy compared to most people. Michael, you went to quite a small college in the United States, Washington College. Um, did you have any doubts going in going to a small college in the middle of nowhere, or not in the middle of nowhere, but in the United States? I did. Um, I knew that Washington College uh, was a liberal arts college with just 2,000 students. And if you say that in America, they think you're talking about 20,000 students and they still think it's small. Um, so I knew I was going there, but I chose for this um, at first because then I would really um, get the opportunity to meet real Americans. Because if you go to a small college, there also is a very small group of international students. Um, and it was in uh, a rural part of America. So I was very eager to also see that part of America and then go to the cities. Um, but then as I um, went to my procedure of um, just applying for a visa and um, applying for scholarship whatsoever, and I talked to other students that went to Washington College, my fear actually came a bit back that it was indeed a uh, college in the middle of nowhere. But my supervisor from uh, the university really helped me through this to be just persistent and to uh, follow um, just my original intentions. Um, and in the end, why I chose this, because then you get to meet real Americans and you also see the rural part of America. Um, that really was a very, um, well, different perspective from my exchange experience. It really was very uh, beneficial for me. So in the end, it was a blessing in disguise in a way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Did you get any help from the schools that you are studying at in the Netherlands with coming here and trying to, well, trying to sort of fit into Dutch life? I managed that. I, I think I managed to fit quite well into like Dutch life because uh, in the university college where I'm at, it's about 50% international students and 50% Dutch students. So the international students mingle a lot more with the Dutch students because it's like 50-50. And uh, I feel like I do fit in pretty well. Like I'm kind of understanding what what they're talking about most of the time, which is pretty nice. But yeah, sometimes they do kind of talk about their adventures back home. Like, oh, I was uh, in a cycling path in Zeeland and uh, I was stuck behind a tractor. Oh, it's so annoying when that happens. Like, I, ca I cannot relate. No, because you've <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Zeeland? <laughs> no, and I've never been stuck behind a tractor in a bike lane. <laughs> yeah. A lot of students are afraid when they go abroad that they're going to be alone. But I think if you look at it, like you said, you're all there by yourself, but you are not the only one that's alone. Everyone is alone. And I think that that makes the friendships that come from the international experience different than any other friendships. Is that something that you feel the same? The friendships that you made here are different than the ones you have at home? Um, yeah, they're different than you have uh, back at home because um, most of the time you have the French at your home country, the th friendships last longer because you hear just a, you know, a very f short while. But the thing is, as like you mentioned, like everybody is in the same situation with you. And I think the orientation week is the key for this. Like in the orientation week, you have lots of lots of good friendships and because you are trying to, you know, explore the new country, explore the new area that you're living in. And 
and um, yeah, also for your um, department as well. So you um, hear the answers you have never heard before. You've been challenged with the questions that you've never heard before. And sharing all these experiences, good days and bad days together, makes you, you know, even connected, even more connected, even more, you know, feeling like, yes, we're friends and we overcome this together, like doing the, all the group assignments and stuff. Theo, you are in a very international classroom, right? Because 50% is international students and 50% is Dutch. Exactly. Do they mix well? Uh, yes. Uh, well, we do mix a lot more than, than other programs in the Netherlands because there's like a complete 50-50 ratio. So it like forces us to interact more. And um, what's pretty cool is that like the Dutch, the Dutch students, they have like uh, their family that's in other places in the Netherlands. So when there's like a break or like a weekend, they say, oh, you know, you can all come to uh, Zeeland and visit Zeeland. Or you can all come to uh, Brabant and visit Brabant. So I think that that kind of cultural exchange is... It's a good thing because we because we like learn more about Dutch culture because we interact a lot more with Dutch people. Caroline, how does Leiden University help international students as well as Dutch students with their abroad experience and if they come across any doubts or need to arrange a lot? Um, well, there's a lot of different layers of service at the university for this. And, and uh, I start that in many, many circumstances where I'm meeting students abroad. Uh, my team of student assistants and myself are helping students that are looking at the university with their questions. We have the, the student affairs front office that also helps with many, many questions when they're deciding to apply and any technical issues or other questions they might have. And then once students actually apply, there's a lot of people there to, to help them through the application process. There's international programs, officers and admissions that help process all of that. Um, once they're admitted, all the, the programs and other student services really kick in if there's a need for a visa or the student permits or um, any other type of registration issue. There's an entire office of people that, that are there to help students do all of these things. And I think that in the Netherlands, the, the important part is is that yes, all these services exist, but um, the cultural difference for a lot of international students is they have to reach out a little more and ask for this assistance. There's lots of it and everyone is willing to help, um, but you really have to sort of make yourself known that you, you need that assistance and to ask the questions. So to be a bit more proactive, um, there, there's an expectation of, of that, I think, in the Netherlands culturally. Um, yeah. So I think there's quite a lot on offer to help out when necessary. Do you as international students have any advice to students in your home countries that are not this proactive? yet would like to have an abroad experience what are the benefits of going abroad what makes it all worthwhile in the end well i think the netherlands is the country for that because in my experience like i used to think i was mature enough to you know handle my own life but then i realized like when i came here like no actually that wasn't the case in the netherlands like lots of things can be seen as an international student be hard to do hard to comply with but the thing is um as it has been stated the universities offer you too many services to help you to guide you like whatever you need it's all in your mailbox you just need to check it and just follow the instructions and whenever you have a question regarding through the um, instructions you can always go and mail and they will mail you right back so it was a challenging thing for me to be honest uh, in the first time but then I uh, found all the answers and whenever I couldn't find any answer I just approached I just mailed and yeah I think it's a really good experience for me because right now I feel I am more proactive than I used to be because um, you are basically all alone here in your first days and you need to handle your own life and um, basically you are starting a new life here. You find your new room or house and you find new friends, you 
came from, at least in my experience, a totally different culture in many aspects. So you need to, you know, more, more pro- be more proactive. And if you like to, you know, um, make this experience to be remembered, you have to be proactive. So it really helps you to improve yourself and be more proactive than you used to be. So you become more proactive by having an international experience because there is so much to arrange. Yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Michael, do you recognize that? What did your first week in the United States look like, for example? So um, that's funny because I actually arrived a week later than uh, all the other international students. So because of that, I had to arrange my own um, um, way to get to the campus, which was in the middle of nowhere, as we established. Um, So um, I downloaded the Uber app and I used that for the first time. And um, well, I was also in a zone in an area where I was um, where there was almost no connection. So this woman that was driving to the college actually drove two hours ahead of um, of the campus of the college. So then she had to drive two hours back again. So I was four hours later again at the camp at the college. She was very enthusiastic talking about me, uh, about everything, about the Netherlands, which she didn't even know where it was. But that's okay. And then we. Um, actually drove right by my college. I didn't know where it was. She didn't either because her GPS wasn't working. And we were, then we were almost two hours uh, away from my college. And then we realized we were two hours away from my college. So we had to get two hours back. Um, so And then my whole appointment with the um, um, professor there was also much delayed. Um, I was very stressed about it. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And But they were just all very... Uh, comforting uh, for me so um, once I arrived there I just got to um, um, speak with this um, um, professor and then I got to uh, my room met my roommate walked a little bit on campus um, and once that was basically over um, I met the other international students and I really got settled down uh, I got to um, get there walk around um, And then, well, I could really start. So it was a hectic beginning, but in the end, I managed to get there and things worked out. What would you advise students that have a hectic beginning, just like you had? Um, you'll get through it. That's yeah. basically it. Yeah. Do you have? Did you have any hectic beginning in the Netherlands or, or uh, maybe a moment of total culture shock? Um, about hectic beginnings, uh, moving in to uh, the university college was uh, pretty hectic because there's like 200 first years moving in all within the same day in one building. So it's pretty hectic. And then you, and then once you've finished moving in, uh, the hecticness hasn't ended because since everybody is from all the four corners of the earth, then you... They, they, There's no more definition of what is normal because everyone has a different conception of what's normal because everyone's from a different place in the world. Uh, so then uh, you do get some like misunderstandings sometimes, uh, but overall it, it was r- really good. So yeah. yeah, hectic beginnings are a thing, but afterwards it's going to get better. Like you'll you'll get through it. Tana, do you have any sort of situations during your stay here? Um, well, maybe I couldn't call them hectic, but like I um, was struggling. I rem- as I remember, I was struggling with the. Uh, thing that 
all the clothes and um, all the sorry, all the shops are closing at six o'clock because for the first day I was like, oh, okay, I still have time until nine, and like I didn't have any groceries. And yeah, when I went to Albertine, it was like, oh, closed, no food. And yeah, for instance, for me that was kind of like a, a culture shock and a hectic beginning because you know coming from a culture that based on mostly on food, I was like, oh, what I'm gonna do right now? And just I just found sandwiches afterwards. <laughs> and um, yeah, all the cultures are having some different kind of perspective you know they came here and somehow defined the dutch culture in their own ways so for me as a turkish person it was like um why all the clothes were store and why we have not uh, too many options in terms of food for an american person it was just like where's the rest of the store <laughs> and yeah i think it's a really good way to you know to see how people are approaching and how people are actually you know thinking in other ways yeah i think that was a really nice experience to also have not say let's hectic but Kind of like a, you know, challenging beginning in the first days. Mm -hmm. We have some delicious uh, stroopwafels laying here in front of the table. Uh, what do you think of Dutch food? Well, I got used to it. <laughs> uh, I cannot say like it's my favorite, but um, I got used to it. But the thing is, the last time I was in Turkey and I was with my friends, like, and the table, of course, was surrounded with food and we were drinking. And I just realized that I actually miss bitterballen. I was like, wow, a part of me evolved into Dutch right now. And I realized that, yeah, like there's something is changing in me because like I was missing bitterballen. Yeah. So that was a, you know, a bit of tricky thing for me to realize. Yeah. I see Karen. I'm laughing. Do you recognize that? Do you miss Bissabala? Well, I don't necessarily miss Bitterbala, although they are good. <laughs> but I, I recognize that, that over time you, you take on some of the things that you first thought, oh, you know, maybe that's not something I would want to eat or, or the something that I'm not going to come to love. But it, it becomes sort of habit. It's fun. It's associated with um, the social things that you do and, and the memories that you have of the country. So absolutely, I can, I can recognize that, that there's parts of the Netherlands that you miss when you're away from it after you've been here a little while. Yeah. Michael, have you become more American since your time at Washington uh, College? I think so, yes. <laughs> Definitely. For, for, um, first of all, because uh, I got to meet my girlfriend there. Um, she also s used to study at Leiden University for her exchange. Um, we didn't meet there, but then when I went to Washington College, and since the college was so small, I got to meet her. So having her as my girlfriend and her now studying here in the Netherlands as well really makes me, well, also a bit American. Um, um, but also just because studying there and having friends there and seeing all the cities that um, you always wanted to see, um, being uh, constantly with those people around really makes you a bit more American. Yeah. yeah. And the American part of you, you brought home with you here to the Netherlands. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Theo, what is something that you learned in the Netherlands or learned from going abroad that you would have never learned back home? Um, well, something about like university, it's obviously a lot about get, getting the bachelor's degree, but it's also about becoming an adult. So if you stay like in the same city where you grew up in, you're going to grow less as a person than if you go abroad. So like living with your parents when you go to university is like you won't grow that much. So I think moving to a different country uh, and living like away from my parents in a new country, I think that's made me grow a lot as a person. So like how to not only like how to like a uh, shop for groceries and like make food and be in responsible and more independent. So yeah, I've learned that, but that that's something that you learn like anywhere you go, but like the specific like Dutch things that I've kind of like brought with me, 
I've said like, oh, I'll send you a tiki about like five times over the past two months. So I think I'm going like Dutch a bit more. And uh, my straw baffle consumption is like off the charts. So that also means I'm becoming a bit more Dutch. But uh, I don't know where my Dutchness is going to stop because I've been here for three months and I'm going to stay here three years and I don't know how Dutch I'm going to become. So we will have another podcast in three years to see how Dutch uh, you have yeah, become. Exactly. <laughs> and Tana, how about you? What do you think learning abroad has taught you about life that you would have never learned back home in Turkey? Well, um, I'm thinking in Dutch ways and I think the most... Um, let's say significant change in my life was using the agenda like right now i you know in let's say mediterranean countries like turkey uh if someone would say like it's okay let's meet up let's say five o'clock it's actually mean that you're gonna be there like five fifteen or five thirty ish and if it's like five thirty ish then it becomes a problem but in here like Five zero zero is five zero zero, and it was a bit challenging for me in the beginning because I was like loosely you know, organized and don't have like to um, strict you know plan my agenda. But now I feel like okay, I need to be there in a precise time, and also. I think cycling way is a bit of different here. I thought that I was a good cycler, but in first in my here, I was like, uh, I will let you through and because I need to check my Google Maps and I also, you know, cope up with your cycling skills. And yeah, that was a bit challenging. And right now I feel like a bit overwhelmed with the tourist cycling in Amsterdam. I feel like, okay, I'm a bit more, more Dutch as well because I have that feeling right now to, you know, people cannot cycle because I'm the best cycler in the world. So I think these things are a bit more Dutchy characteristic of me right now, living in here for more than one and a half year. So I will bring those things most, most significantly with me. I think also Dutch culture is helping you to have this experience because in the first days everyone struggles with the Dutch directness. Like everybody is like, why do people hate me here? Why are they asking me all of these questions like without any filters? Like I don't want to state my opinion or maybe I don't have any opinion on this thing. But um, the thing is people here are so... Um, um, let's say open to have a conversation and they want you to have an opinion on anything basically um, it's, re <laughs> it's really good to have this kind of environment when you are stepping in an environment that you don't know actually because it makes you to be more proactive in the conversation and yeah the more you share the more you feel connected and the more you feel proactive and participated I think Dutch culture also is helping you in this regard yeah and if you all this is a question for all of you had to summarize what the benefit is of an international experience you once before said I'm much more proactive now and you have an agenda yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael what would you say is the benefit of your international experience apart from having an American girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I think as uh, Theo already mentioned you really um, grow yourself as a person because you're just out of your comfort zone out of your own country away from your parents so you really learn and grow by that um, specifically for me having been to America where everybody's always very thankful uh, they celebrate Thanksgiving for example um, I think I really um, brought with me that part of um, just being thankful for things and especially because you go to a country where you know nobody um, you don't know what is going to happen. Um, and then there's many people that you encounter that help you through things or that show you around or that uh, learn you new things. So um, I think that really made me very uh, thankful, grateful. 
Caroline, what would you say is a benefit of an international experience or maybe benefits? Well, there's there's certainly lots of them. And I was just thinking about this in, in my particular situation. And of course, I was much older than, than these three students when I went abroad um, to come to the Netherlands. And I think for me, it still comes down to personal growth um, and self-awareness, actually, because it's made me much more aware of the privilege that I have to be able to have this experience and, and come and be abroad and to have other international experiences. Um, also, to look at the best things about my home culture in Canada and the best things about the Dutch culture here. Um, so to be aware of all of those pieces, um, I think has been the way that I grew personally in that kind of sense. So I, I think that no matter when you come to the Netherlands, it does come um, down to having a personal growth experience in, in any, any shape or form. And how do you feel about that, Theo? Um, I definitely do agree with uh, what you all said. Because uh, like when you move to a new country, uh, like what you think you know You don't. There's no more normal. Uh, you're somewhat on your own. Uh, so you're going to have to be pushed out of your comfort zone. So you're going to become more independent and you're going to become more proactive and you're going to become more aware. So all the benefits. All the benefits all wrapped up and summarized together. Thank you all very much for being here. Uh, thank you all for listening to this podcast. This is the first podcast in a series of four for the week of the international students. We hope that with these stories, we will inspire everyone to have an international experience, whether it is far away from home or close to home. Thank you all for being here.